The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. So how did you project income statement for a SaaS company? Uh, it was a software consulting company. So what we looked at was, so they, they make like bespoke software solutions for companies. Uh, so we looked at historical churn rate um, to help project out uh, how much uh, they'd be able to um, like turn over from their clients, like what existing contracts would roll over, how much new business they'd be able to get. Um, so, so we looked at, yeah, historical churn rate was the primary driver behind uh, how we projected out revenue for that company. Um, in the high case, base case, and low case. Only churn, nothing else? Yeah, that, that's all we did. So just you're forecasting how quickly existing customers will leave. And what about like new customers signing on? Like are they? Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So I, um, I probably should make that clear. Uh, so they are working. So they work for like corporate clients in making software solutions for them. And they rely on long-term contracts. So we looked at a historical churn rate um, to see how much uh, old business would kind of roll over uh, in addition to talking with management um, in regards to how much new business it was looking like they would be able to get. Um, And then also historically looking at how much new business they were able to get like between contract cycles. Okay. Um. I mean, like typically when you project a SaaS business or you're trying to project the revenue of a SaaS business, yeah, like several different components to it, right? You're going to project like how many new customers you expect them to add. You're going to expect, I mean, so first of all, it's volume times price, right? So right. Like, volume is like how many customers do they have? So like how many new customers do you expect them to add? And then like how many customers do you expect them to lose? which is like the churn piece that you talked about, right? Yeah. And then like this, that's on the volume side. And then like price is like average revenue per customer. How much is each customer spending? And okay. that includes like how, how many customers are upgrading and then how many customers are downgrading. Cause like if people upgrade or downgrade, like they're spending more or spending less and that's also gonna affect your overall revenue number. Right. So essentially yeah. new ads and churn and then it's upgrades and downgrades. Right. So there's like probably at least four distinct drivers to the revenue number, like prior period revenue or prior period recurring revenue plus new ad plus upgrade minus churn minus downgrades gives you current period revenue. Does that make sense? Got it. Yeah, that does. <clears throat> um, okay. That, that, that makes sense. It's, it's, yeah. It's the thing is it's like a software consulting. So it was like, they had like a, from what I understood, they had like clients who would sign a contract and then be billed hourly for the work of the, 
of the um, company. So, um, so it's not like and, it's not truly recurring, is what you're saying. It's more of a one-time. Yeah. Thing? Yeah, and then some clients decide to continue on using this company services, and some do not. Okay, I mean, like on your resume, it says SaaS company. It says SaaS. Yeah, that was uh, I applied when I hadn't actually done it, and like the boss called it a SaaS company, so I'm like, oh, this is a SaaS company, and then uh, yeah, now I regret that. But okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, what do you recommend if they do exactly what you just did, uh, and like ask? Well, it's not exactly a SaaS company. Um, I might just come clean with it and just say like, you know, if they ask me about the SaaS deal, you say, oh, so actually like when I first put together this resume, um, my boss, I called it a SaaS company. So I wrote that as a SaaS company, but like now that I've actually worked on the deal a bit more, what I've realized is that it's actually not a SaaS company. It's actually more of a, you know, software consulting business where, like just be honest about it right i mean the important thing is that you understand the distinction is not that rather than like trying to you know bs your way through it and make it sound like a SaaS company when it's not like it's just it's gonna lead the interviewer down like a different path when they're asking these questions right yeah no that makes sense okay thanks for listening to this episode Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.